0: Welcome to Go Home Eat, a wrestling podcast. I am Kevin Perkins, and I am here, well, I'm actually KP on this show. I'm here with my guy Ray. And we are going to be talking about our first ever AEW show. We're going to talk about the pros, the cons, the goods, the bads. We're going to talk about the other wrestling news of the week that doesn't involve uh, due diligence would mean we have to say allegedly News other than Vince going to prison at some point, possibly, and at least losing millions and millions and millions of dollars in a civil suit over being a scumbag. News other than that, Rocky Maivia returned to the WWE last night to to pleasant to put it as pleasantly as possible. Mixed reviews. <laughs> some people were uh, flustered with that. Did you hear flustered? I just saw hate. Hate. I didn't see honest. too many people that really saw a couple people that were like. Cool, he's back, but that was about it. No, I, I mostly I, wrestling Twitter hated
1: it. I only saw hate. I I only, I only saw. Well, that was wrestling Twitter. Uh, the the whole the the YouTube thing is crazy, right? Um, uh, how many dislikes is that? How how many more dislikes than likes did they get?
0: Oh, significantly, it's it, it's it was crazy. like
1: a it was like a seventy percent, like a seventy something crazy like that. One hundred. But it, it again it. It could just probably end up being that online being a disc being like a an echo chamber.
0: There were a million three hundred thousand views the last time I looked and checked the numbers, then actually people clicking whether they liked it or not. Right. Right now, but we're gonna get into that. And we may have some call-ins, we may not, we don't know. But we're gonna do that. We're gonna talk this other all after this. Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Here at Go Home Heat, our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live action drama art form. An art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln and a bear, and peeking with RoboCop and Steam. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form of theater in the round. And now, Go Home Heat. Welcome back. You want to talk rock first, or you want to talk the show first? I don't know, man. Yep. <laughs> Let's let's delve into the show that okay. we went to. New Orleans, AEW, there was a show there. That would make it's, sense. Timeline. It, it's not a very far drive for us. We live in Pensacola, Florida. We shot over. I've always enjoyed New Orleans as a city. It's it's fun. Yeah. Um, Lo- lovely place. Yeah. But it's everything... It should be. It's jazz. It's music on the streets. It's beignets. It's good food. It's all that cool stuff. There's sporting events there. We didn't go to those. We went to theater in the round instead. Hmm. AEW, our first AEW show. Yeah. I was overwhelmed by the positivity I felt during the show. Absolutely. I didn't see any negativity until I looked at IWC. Um, The next morning. I didn't didn't really see
1: any negativity when I went on Twitter. Because it was mostly... I think they were mostly just talking about the Vince stuff that was happening at the same time. Uh, But, like, the very few stuff I got to hear about Dynamite was that, yeah, it was a banger Dynamite. Like, it was a good show.
0: It was a banger Dynamite. And I'm going to say this about Tony's booking style. I do believe Tony Khan books for the live event. Absolutely. I believe he feels that the live crowd screaming and hollering pleasantly is the best way to get people to enjoy the show and want to watch it again next week. I think he believes his crowd participation is the next member of the show. It's not just the paid people. The paying audience is a part of the show. It was that way during the, uh, Lauded attitude era. It was that way during the Eric Bischoff Nitro era. Mm-hmm. It was that way very much so. It created a legend of ECW. Yes, the the audience did. And early on NXT Black and Gold brand was really crazy audience. Huh. Early on AW we got a lot of that, and it felt great. They were they were playing smaller venues, and where I'm going with this is. Uh, busted Open Nation. A couple of the guys took pictures. They saw pictures of the, of the crowd and they kind of complained online about how... They complained online about how something had to change with the amount of empty seats that were in the building. And I can tell you that nobody at that arena thought twice about the empty seats in the building.
1: No. Also, uh, a lot of the empty seats, there were, like, cameras there.
0: There was a side of the... There was a camera side that was all whatever the upper level was was not seated but the point to my point to that is it's a television show yeah it's a television show it's always going to be different on tv than live what AEW does a great job of is making your live event feel like a live event like a house show in that you're not waiting around for long periods for commercials you're not waiting long, for long periods where they're going okay we're coming back in two three one cheer you were cheering anyway she the ring announcer she had a couple of moments where she had to kind of talk to us for maybe 30 seconds to 40 seconds mm-hmm. other than that you walk in the door you sit down at 6 30 8 starts seven o'clock dynamite starts nine o'clock about 9 10 rampage starts There was not much time to get up and pee. There was not much time to go get a beer. There was not much time to go get anything. If you like the characters of AEW, you pretty much were needing to sit there and enjoy that moment because there was no wasted time. And I think that was fantastic. I loved it. You loved it. It was great. It
1: was an awesome
0: time. Okay. Your favorite matches of the day?
1: Um... Uh, I mean Rob Van Dam versus Swerve had like an aura to it that was uh wild I'll give a shout out to Willow Nightingale versus um Queen anda um a uh, hangman and um you remember his
0: the guy from I do uh, not uh, but he was Mobile, fantastic the Hang- guy from Image, he was fantastic yep hangman did a great job of making him look like a killer he wrestled great the the it was it was great match mm-hmm. the only thing that kept it from being the best match was depending on how you feel about the Jericho match with Fletcher which was fantastic I just have hard time it's hard for me to be nice to Chris Jericho but he was great
1: I, I I didn't think that match was too good but that's that's the point
0: the guys wrestled um, the old guys. Kyle Fletcher, Kyle Fletcher looked great the old guys. Gave us good performances. Jeff Hardy was very good with Mox. Hardy right. was very good. That was a very that was good. There was nothing wrong with that match. It's just some of the things were better. Hangman's match fantastic. I thought Swerve did have the match of the night. I would have put Taya Valkyrie versus Deanna uh, Peraza was the number two match really of the day. Match. I had a great time watching um, Rick, Ricky Starks oh, right. and, and Big Bill Russell. I thought that the luchadors from CMLL coming in were fantastic. They get into a little thing where they jump mocks early, and then they finish out the night wrestling. They were great. I the Jay White thing. Jay
1: White. It's about the Jay White thing. Um, That segment was awful. It was terrible. Um, It did nothing for anybody involved, and I loved every second of it.
0: Hundred percent. Everybody did. Yep. Everybody did. (laughs) There was. They just came out. They talked. They did their bit. Uh, Billy Gunn stopped one of his sons from Yeah. doing the, I got two words for you because he's standing right there. Totally worked. I heard some criticism of that because, yeah. like you said, didn't do anything. I also heard yeah, from the same people that were critical of it. They loved it too at home. It was great. And here's the thing. At some point these faces are going to turn on Jay White ain't a face. And then being over with the crowd is not going to turn Jay White into a face. At some point, they're going to jump. The bang, bang, scissor gang is going to turn back into the bang, bang and the scissor gang. They're going to lose. The scissor guys are going to get jumped at some point. I feel like the real question is, does Billy Gunn stay with the acclaimed or does he go back with his kids? To me, that's the interesting thing there. Cause I think the acclaimed could do good without him. Mm-hmm. I love him in there. I don't, it doesn't mind. I think he's enjoyed this run. But if he's going to leave, he could do half a year with his boys and then yeah. hang it up. That being said, most over at the show, the most over wrestler.
1: Uh, most overactive wrestler I would say was Swerve but Rob Van, when Rob Van Dam came out there was really no like he was Rob Van Dam
0: you know is it a fair comparison to anybody when Pantera is playing for Rob Van Dam and not for everybody else uh, I mean dude the crowd was hyped for that song
1: they, because they, they're also hyped for Rob Van Dam, though.
0: I know, but it's just yeah. Me. It, was, it was. He's got a huge advantage. His song's better. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do this to Fantana yeah. though. And to be fair to Swerve, it's hard for the pop to stay loud for a long time when everybody's dancing. You're busy. You're not yelling because you're dancing. <laughs> Swerve was over. He was to me. He was the yeah. most over wrestler. I was kind of kidding with all that. Rob Van Dam was huge over. I thought that Jeff Hardy was over like Rover when he came Mox out. Was. Mox was. Hangman. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jay White and them were. I think um Tony. Ricky mm-hmm. Starks is his hometown. So you had that. Darby was over. All he did was walk out, sit down, and do a little commentary. He so was over. Tony. Storm. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Big time. Now, I do want to say, though, the criticism I've heard about how there's no, how do you put it? I've heard criticism that there is no, uh, everything's gray, right? Shades right. are gray. There's no good guy, bad guy, about blah, 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 I think you might be looking too much at the top of the card when you're saying that. Because, yeah, Joe is somewhat of a stone cold thing and swerves over and you like him, but you, you he's the bad guy. Hangman's over, but he does things that would be considered heels in a different time. I think you're right, Ray, when you tell me sometimes that the days of babyfaces and heels are, are over. Cody Rhodes yeah. said it before you. But if you look further down the card, MJF was what we're talking about when we're looking for a heel-heel, right? That ended with Colt. Cole's capable of being that style of a heel that isn't, that's over, but you realize he's a heel, similar to what MJF was. Do we agree with that? Uh, Yeah. And I yeah. think that's where we're going. Well,
1: people detested
0: MJF, though. Like when he was a heel heel? Correct. Ricky Starks is a heel. We know he's a heel. Yeah. I think that when you look at and you go, well, they got Adam Cole as a heel heel. They got a bunch of heels. Darby is the face. Right. Darby is the face. And pe- they don't, they don't want to say, well, you know, they don't have they ha-, well, they they do want to say. They say they have a heel problem, right? Yeah. The too many heels, not enough faces. We got a heel problem. Or we have a face problem. We don't have enough faces. Whatever, how you want to put it? Darby's a face. Orange Cassidy's a face. You just don't think that those guys can be world champs. Right. That's why you think there's a problem. And I think you might be wrong in both cases. Could you put a belt on him for a year? I don't know. But I saw Orange Cassidy have a fantastic run as a champion.
1: Right. I think Orange Cassidy should be in the main event scene now. I think they kind of dropped the ball on that, giving him the the mid-card belt back.
0: And right now, he's literally walking up to people and saying, you want to fight, let's fight. Right. And it works. And Darby, as soon as Sting's done,
1: that's Darby's free guy. to
0: go wherever he wants. I, I think Darby's a main event guy. I think. Yeah, I I completely agree. Now let's move into the other heel in the business. We're going to the Fed. We're going to go to WWE. Why don't you just tell us what you think, Ray, about Roman Reigns uh, and The Rock? No, and, I want to and. and Cody Rhodes being moved to the side for Dwayne Johnson to be allowed to be the guy. I, I, I want. I, I want to watch you defend this first. Actually, I'm not looking I, to defend it. You're not going to defend it. I
1: don't think I am. Okay. Go ahead. I thought. No, I thought you were. I thought you were. But I thought, despite the fact, unload. I thought, despite the fact that Roman went out there and buried your boy, he buried Seth Rollins, your boy, in front of you. I thought, despite that, you were going to go out there and defend this shit. Go. He
0: literally, okay, dude. Go ahead. I was So just to explain, we've been waiting a year for Cody to be the champ to be the world champ by beating Roman Reigns. And, and after winning the Rumble, instead of that, he's gonna go fight Seth Rollins. And the rock comes out, and that was the big surprise. Go.
1: I was originally very mad about this mm-hmm. when I first saw it. Uh, now I'm kind of at this point where I just think it's the funniest way this could have happened. Um, I think the fact that Dwayne Johnson, that, um, they had like a WrestleMania main event in place and, um, they went back on all of that because Dwayne Johnson politicked his way there. Um, I think that's hilarious. Um, I think the fact that Dwayne Johnson, it's alleged that Dwayne Johnson is is attempting to politic himself uh, to win that match at WrestleMania, I think
0: that's hilarious. Uh, no, these are dirt sheet things. These are dirt sheet reports. We do not know these, these aspects. Are we and do not these, know aren't these aren't even stuff. these aren't even court documents, but which we've read on the Vista. The dirt
1: sheet reports were right about Cody not main eventing.
0: Mm-hmm. They were right about every other thing. Yeah. Because right. Seth and Cody aren't going to get the main event. No. It's going to be Becky and Rhea, probably. Well, it deservedly, it should be Bayley and Io. Mm-hmm. Bayley won the
1: Rumble. Yeah, but they don't give people what they deserve over nobody. Okay. That's that's what this entire th- <laughs> I at this point, like it's it's this whole thing is so insane to me. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they literally did this in the worst, most disrespectful way possible. Mm-hmm. I just it's almost comedic to me. Mm-hmm. Like the how lame. <laughs> They made their top... Ba- their, the t- I don't even think he's their top babyface. I think he's just the top guy in their company now. Cody. Cody. Yes. I think how crazy Lane they made him look in literally every shot of that promo after he said... After he gave up his main event spot to Dwayne Johnson. I think that's crazy. I, I think that um, how lame they made Seth look is crazy. Roman just went out there and gave Seth a burial I don't think I've ever... uh, is unheard of in modern pro wrestling. I don't even... I can't even remember the last time someone was buried like that. What Roman just went out there and did to Seth. Mm -hmm. And his title, too. Not just Seth. Right. The title that Cody is going to go fight for is now kayfabe justified the little brother title.
0: All right. There is no... Roman called it his number two.
1: And he was right. He was right. Mm -hmm. Even even in like kayfabe, he was right. Mm -hmm. The justification was entirely correct.
0: Right. (laughs) There is No. uh. All right. So are you ready for me to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. There's a chain of events that led to this. Absolutely. And I don't think that there is a way to say this was the right move. I think there were things that could have happened. How did The Rock get the how did The Rock get the stroke to make this happen? Right. Rock winds up on the board. It was announced last week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rock's on the board. The day after Rock is on the board at TKO, which is the company that owns WWE, Vince McMahon's allegations become significantly worse than anybody could have expected. Absolutely. I, I I could not, if you would have said, what's the worst thing Vince McMahon could have done to another human being? I would not have made up this scenario. In mm-hmm. respect to the lady, I won't go into the allegations specifically. In respect to the lady, I won't say her name, but I did see this man, Vince McMahon, force co-workers or employees to make out with him in front of his wife, in front of you know, thousands of people, and to to and to put their heads in his butt. And yet I could not make up a scenario as bad as what we read in those out in those court documents. Absolutely. That being said, now all of a sudden there is this black eye on WWE and we don't know how to get rid of it. How do we pivot? Because that happens before the rumble. The Rumble is one. Cody versus Roman makes sense. Seth versus Punk makes sense. They both have previous stories to tell in a huge main event. These are the things that are important to Hunter Hurst Helmsley, Paul Levesque in wrestling lore. He loves, he is a storyteller. That's what he does. That being said, Punk gets hurt. So now, not only do you have to do something about the black eye, you've got to figure out somebody to wrestle Seth. Personally, I would have gone with Drew McIntyre. Why didn't they just go with Drew McIntyre? That's the real question that we have to answer. Because the only way for Rocky to wrestle Roman, you have to have a reason for Cody not to. The other thing that's been announced recently was Netflix buying Raw. Billion-dollar deal, not a million-dollar deal. B with a B, billion-dollar deal. The day after WrestleMania, Monday Night Raw is going to be missing CM Punk and Seth Rollins. Seth's going to have to go away. Can Monday Night Raw be missing Seth Rollins, CM Punk, and Cody Rhodes? It can't, it can't. So you had to figure out a way to keep Cody on Raw and it sucks. But the finances of this say, Drew McIntyre can't carry this company into a billion dollar deal on his own. The only answer is to have Cody there. Now, do I have an answer, Ray? If you go, if you do every single thing that's already happened in WWE up to this point, do I have an answer that saves WrestleMania? Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Do you think it's possible?
1: Maybe. Uh I I don't
0: really. Okay. Here's my answer to save WrestleMania. Cody wins the championship the World Heavyweight Championship, at uh, the Universal Championship at Elimination Chamber. He wrestles set, to unify the belts at WrestleMania. The Rock is involved somehow in Roman losing to Cody. Not physically, maybe, he's, maybe he keeps Solo from entering, maybe he punches Solo, doesn't let Solo enter the chamber, whatever. That fuels the fire. Roman gets, you see where I'm coming from? Roman gets the rock. You have your dream match. It doesn't need the belt. Cody main events mania with the belt that he's won against Seth Rollins. He beats Seth and then he then he headlines both shows till Punk gets healthy. He and Punk have a match. Punk gets him in a roll up. Punk takes that title that way. Cody keeps the other belts on. Smackdown.
1: I I still don't think that would be giving us proper closure to this whole thing. Like I I don't. I I, I think we're like grabbing at scrap. I think we're just like grabbing at like straws here. Like I, I don't think.
0: Well, here's the thing.
1: Even if that happens. Yeah.
0: If you <laughs> step in hoop, there's only so much you can do to get it completely clean right right now we're in poop well well, i think i don't have a magic wand i don't have bleach yeah (laughs) well i i don't think
1: here's the thing right there's there's the triple threat thing right uh the whole idea of it being cody roman and rock
0: at WrestleMania, Mania?
1: That, that being possible. Them doing like a a a, a, da- a Brian Danielson thing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Right? I don't know. Because Cody literally said with his mouth that he's not finishing his story at WrestleMania.
0: Like I Correct.
1: Again, I don't. So he
0: can't that. beat. The finish of the story is beating Roman for that belt. As, so that can't happen because he's already said he's not doing it. Yeah. So he's got to do it the other way. My way, or or else it just doesn't happen at all. I, I don't, and I don't think a
1: match at Elimination Chamber, you know, is gonna do it. I, I, I don't, don't think, think they're gonna do it anyway. But I don't think they're gonna do it.
0: Would it think, be better than what we're gonna get? Um, uh, maybe I don't know, dude. Okay. <laughs> I, well, let's let's move on, dude. Tell me this. Now that we're here and we think we know what's going to happen, can The Rock? Here's what the WWE is up against. The Rock shtick tends to, how would I put it? It's dated. Mm -hmm. Very much so. And we let it go because he's The Rock. If he's coming out every week with Roman, you're not going to let it go. Because now he's, IWC is not with him anymore. Be a satellite, because neither of them are showing up to work. Right. Roman has got to carry a program with Rocky. The Rock will get his shots off and all that, but some of them might not hit. That's going to be tough. It's very hard to change the mood of the public once they've decided what's going to happen. And everybody's decided they hate this already. So it's going to be tough. Even if if it's average, it's not going to work. If it's above average, it's not going to work. If it's very good, it's not going to work. Even if it's fantastic, people are still going to be mad that it's not what they wanted. And that's okay. But it has to be fantastic. Because at least you go, well, yeah, it was great, but The Rock's not built for go anymore. He's built for show. He's a bodybuilder. Can he get in shape? wrestling shape in a way that won't involve him getting hurt or blowing up in five minutes without having matches before he wrestles Roman at WrestleMania. And then Roman's going to have to kind of carry him through that match. I think he, I I think Roman can do it. I don't know if Rocky, I think Rocky will try. Rocky's a hard worker. Nobody would question that that dude wakes up in the morning You know, four hours sleep a day, works his butt off all the time. I don't think Dwayne cares. (laughs) I think you're wrong. I think he cares very much. I, I,
1: I, Well, I think Dwayne cares about his ego. And Mm -hmm. I think he, I just don't know, man. I don't think either of these guys have any particular, like, I don't, no matter what happens, this is going to lead to another Roman Reigns match where Roman wins and nothing is changed. And it just leads to nothing. No matter what happens, Dwayne doesn't need to pass the torch to Roman. Roman does not need that torch, right? The, the, right. The, the, we're not. We're that's not, why this didn't need a belt. Yeah, we're not at. We're not at that point. Roman might have needed that torch like five years ago,
0: right? And Rocky was busy. Yeah, but now, that's not the case now. Now, reportedly, Rocky was pushing for this earlier. Rock, the Rock. <laughs> I think which lends itself to the theory I have that. It had to be this chain of events to cause this to happen now. Absolutely. And it sucks. But that's good. That's all right. That's pro wrestling. is killing it. They're having oh. great stuff. All the complaints about not enough attendance, play smaller venues, all that stuff. Remember, it's TV show, guys. They're telling you stories. The stories are good. Whether or not they're empty seats. Here's the other thing that's weird about it about this aspect of complaining yeah if four thousand people pay and watch this match in a small venue or four thousand people pay and watch this match in a big venue it's the same amount of folks <laughs> I
1: I will say this in regards to how a lot of wrestling fans kind of argue in favor and against favor of something mm-hmm Um, this is very prevalent with like um, a lot of the rock Roman stuff um, and a lot of the defenses of it Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the ways people kind of put down A.W. Why are you as a fan caring about how much something is going to sell? Right. Why? That's not what a fan should do. You're not, you're not a businessman. Mm -hmm. You should, if something bad happens in your thing, you should complain about it.
0: Right, you it, it, It's like when you go to a movie and somebody says, "Was it good?" Your answer to whether or not it was good is not, "Well, nobody was in the theater." It's not. It's yeah, it was great. It had a plot. You know, it was it was cool. There was a story and all this other stuff, and then there was an end. And it was that's that's really our like we're in here. You know, half the stuff that was the chain of events that led us to the spot where Rocky gets to be in this match, had nothing to do with the wrestling stories. It had to do with, can they sell this to a certain group of people? You're focusing on the story. And if you were going to tell me the story of the tribal chief versus high priest, Peter Maivia's grandson, that story could have been told to me six years ago, five years ago, four years ago, three years ago. And it wasn't. The story that Cody was trying to tell me was supposed to end at WrestleMania. Or it was going to be a nightmare. and The story was going to be a horror story. And he was going to lose. But whatever happened was supposed to happen between Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes on that night. And it's not going to happen now. So thank you for listening. Check out our Friends of the Game Project, D-G-I-N-N, project.com. Check out my guy, Ray, on this podcast again soon. <laughs> check me out. I'm all over the place. I'm on Surrounded by Sports. I got a podcast going with a guy in Atlanta that's uh, on YouTube. It's on the Georgia Georgia Showcase Baseball Network. Um, also, check out pro wrestling. Watch movies. Don't worry about whether or not other people like it. What matters is, does it make sense to you? Was it a good story? And go home.